Reconnect and heal today. Welcome to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Love Never Dies Radio on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network that broadcasts in 136 countries. And Dr. Turndorf, turn on the love on Binge Networks TV. So I have a question for you. Are you ready to hear the scientific truth about the COVID-19 injection? The facts you're going to hear today are being heavily censored. And in fact, this is such a life-saving show that we're doing two special broadcasts just so we can get this information out to you. Thanks to the courage and tenacity of my very special guest, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, a woman I admire and I love very much, you're gonna hear the truth about the COVID-19 injection. And I know it's more comfortable to simply dismiss these facts because they're frightening. But if you're willing to throw off the blinders, you're gonna hear the truth. And I have to ask you, are you willing to wear blinders and risk your life and the life of those you love? I hope not. So I trust that you have the courage to open your eyes and ears and listen to Dr. Sherry, who has spent more than 2,000 hours researching and documenting what she calls the 20 mechanisms of injury that can result from the COVID-19 injection. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny says, and this is a quote from her, celebrity influencers, monetary incentives, employer threats, travel restrictions, and flat-out lies by media and politicians are conspiring to convince you that these shots are harmless and necessary. And sadly, we may soon see the largest amount of chronic illness and deaths caused by an injection that we've ever encountered, more than we've ever encountered in history. So about Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, she's an osteopathic medical doctor. She's a board certified doctor in three specialties. She was the full-time emergency medicine physician and director of a level two trauma center from 1986 to 1998. She is the founder of Tenpenny Integrative Medical Center, a medical clinic located near Cleveland, Ohio. This was opened in 1986 and her company provides a natural holistic approach to getting well and off prescription medications. Her approaches have attracted patients from all 50 states and 17 countries. Dr. Tenpenny has invested nearly 20 years and more than 40,000 hours documenting and exposing the problems associated with vaccines. And as an internationally known speaker and author, her many articles have been translated into at least 15 languages. She is a frequent guest on radio and TV, sharing her knowledge and educating patients on why they should just say no to vaccines. So welcome, Dr. Sherry. So great to have you back on the show. Thank you, Dr. Jamie. You too. You too. What you know? Every time I hear somebody do a long introduction like that, I mean, it's like, is that really me? I know. <laughs> I know. Really talking about. <laughs> I know, but that proves that you're the real deal. Because when you are the real deal, you have humility. You know. And I was saying before we went on air. You know, you said to me, "Are you sure you want to do this? You've got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram alone. You really want to risk getting shut down?" And I said, "I really want." to be able to share the truth and come what may, because I am like you, I really am adamant about our not having our freedom of speech taken from us. And you've been shut down on all the platforms and this infuriates me, so. Yeah, those are huge, big platforms too. I mean, our one Facebook page had almost, um, 
almost 400,000 followers and I had 137,000 on the first Instagram page that went down. And then we built a second Instagram page, almost 200,000 and that got shut down. And then day before yesterday, our Twitter page that had over 100,000, that got shut down. And so really what it is, it's all about censorship. It's like you're, when you're hovering so close over top of the, over top of the target and um, they, have no, they have no way else to fight back. Dr. Jamie, I mean, they, um, you know, they can't fight, they can't argue with the science because the science I talk about comes directly from their peer-reviewed um, mainstream medical journals. They can't debate me on the way that I present it because everything that I present has a reference and a hyperlink to what I was talking about right underneath it. So the only thing they have left is name-calling, mud-slinging, censorship, and character assassination. And so that's if they can make everybody believe that you're a crazy anti-science kook, then perhaps you won't listen to us and the group of us that has been collectively called the disinformation dozen, which I just think is just hysterical because we've blown back on them on every single point that they've made. And they and that that Center for Digital Hate is the one who's putting it together, which I'm sure is probably a Soros funded entity or some or some offshoot of his money or Bill Gates's money or money that's coming from the World Economic Forum. That is just shut, you know, that whole thing. The Center for Digital Hate, except those of us that are telling truth, they're calling it hate. It really is the ministry of truth from the book 1984, isn't it? It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. And you're doing a webinar on July 10th in which you're going to reveal these 20 mechanisms of injury. You're gonna talk about the science and so on. And obviously we can't talk about everything that's going to be discussed in the webinar. But one of the things I thought we could talk about because this is really life and death. And I know, you know, a lot of people don't understand this or believe it's true. You know, when everybody started getting the vaccine, we call it the jab, right? When they started getting it, I began energetically to feel extremely endangered. You know, I started to feel now when I go out and I see people walking around without masks, which I don't agree with the masks anyway, but they're not wearing masks. To me, that said, I've been vaccinated and so I'm safe now. But in fact, we know that they're shedding virus and they are like, they are super spreaders is what they're called. So could you talk about this? Yeah, we've made a big, a big effort to, to not call it shedding actually because shedding applies to whole viruses. Okay. And it's been around in the vaccine industry talking about shedding for a long time. And here's the distinction. And this is the example that I use over again because people really understand it. If I got injected with a, or, or given a, a chickenpox vaccine, that's a whole live virus that's been weakened for it to be in the vaccine. Then when I get it injected into my system, some of those viruses reactivate and if I cough or sneeze on you and you're susceptible, that's shedding to you because what you contract is chickenpox. You don't get the flu, you don't get the mumps, you don't get, you don't get measles, you get chickenpox. It's a whole virus that has been shed on susceptible persons that then contract that infection. With this COVID stuff, first of all, you're not injecting whole viruses. We're injecting little strips of, of, of laboratory-made genetic material that is delivered into the body by two different ways, whether it's Pfizer and, and, and uh, Moderna versus AstraZeneca. And, but it, it goes into the body, this genetic material, so that it's not a virus. 
that genetic material is then transcribed into a messenger RNA or takes the messenger RNA and translate it using a recipe into a spike protein. That spike protein is supposed to be the same spike protein that's on the surface of wild coronaviruses and also on the surface of SARS-CoV-2 viruses. So that foreign protein is in your body and your body says, what the heck is that thing doing in here? Let's get rid of it. So then it makes an antibody to neutralize that foreign protein. Somewhere in that process, something then is being transmitted to someone else. And we think it has to do with the spike, mostly with the spike protein. It may also have to do with the antibody that's created. Um, it may be that some of the particles in the Moderna and in the Pfizer shot didn't get completely incorporated into your cells. There's 50 billion particles in each one of those shots. And maybe some of that came out through your saliva or on your skin. We've pretty much narrowed it down that we think it's, um, it's by contact and it doesn't have to be intimate contact. It's just by contact. But this transmission thing then, Dr. Jamie, you don't get COVID. You don't get fever, cough, chills, possibly loss of taste and smell. You don't get COVID. You get bleeding, blood clots, heart attack, stroke, rashes, um, irregular menstrual periods. You get neurological comp complications. You can get Bell's palsy. You can get all of those things. So you're transmitting something to someone else and they're not getting COVID. They're getting a side effect. Of they're getting a side effect of the spike protein. A side effect of the spike protein and or the antibody that's been made. And so that's different than shedding. And okay. so by making that, that distinction, making that distinction, it makes people understand that the pharmaceutical industry has actually co-opted the word vaccine for these injections, because this not. is not a vaccine. We're not injecting live viruses. We don't really get the same sort of antibody response. We don't activate our T cells and B cells the same way. So it's not a vaccine. The other thing is it doesn't keep you from getting sick. It doesn't keep you from transmitting the infection. It doesn't keep you from hospitalization and it doesn't keep you from dying. So what the heck is it? Why do I need to get injected with a COVID shot that doesn't do any of the things that a regular vaccine is intended to do? But, <coughs> excuse me, by co-opting, co-opting the word vaccine, people think, oh, it's just like another flu shot. Oh, it's just a flu shot. It's no big deal. When in fact, it's a very big deal because what's being injected has never been injected into human beings before ever. There's no long-term studies. We don't know what this is doing to your body six months from now, eight months from now, 12 months from now, five years from now. We have no idea. And it is not an FDA approved product. It hasn't gone through rigorous standards. It hasn't gone through fixed uh, chemical composition. Um, it's been released under emergency use only with complete liability protection. So that if this injection causes you any type of harm, including death, you have zero recourse for compensation and no recourse at all to sue anybody for, it, for forcing you to get this shot against your will. Right, because I have read that the rules don't, you know, the normal safety testing rules are bypassed when there's a pandemic. So first we create a pandemic, now we bypass all the safety testing and we push through these, these, uh, these formulas that are They're genetic. We, we, we refer to them as genetic modification technologies because that's exactly what they are. They're abnormal foreign genetic material made in a lab by the CRISPR technology that this foreign genetic material yes, is injected, and? In, 
in, is injected into your body and can permanently and irreversibly change your individualized God-given genetics. You know, it's interesting you're saying this because I have a patient who told me that she had a friend. They would meet all the time. They were on the same page politically. You know, very open-minded person. She got the jab. She said her personality is completely different. She's changed. She's like a sheep, a zombie, she said. She watches the news and believes every word that she sees on the mainstream news. She can't even talk to her anymore. She's a different person. And I've heard this before. We've heard it over and over and over again. In fact, let me just give you a number. These numbers, um, the VAERS database, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, collects somewhere between one and 10% of actual injuries because most people don't know about it. And if you do know about it, it's difficult to navigate. It's hard to file a report. And interestingly enough, they actually took the video down to show you how to file a report because they don't really want to know. So every Friday they drop new numbers. And we actually know that they are more than 200,000 reports behind from actually even posting them and it's taking months. So when you hear these numbers, they're quite staggering consider, considering the, and consider the fact this is only capturing what, somewhere between one and 10% of the real numbers and they're 200,000 reports behind. So as of June the 25th, there have been 6,985 deaths. 6,985 deaths which actually may be as many as 698,000 deaths, if that's only 1% of the real number of deaths. 69,000 deaths is more than the sum total of all the deaths reported to VAERS for all the vaccines since 1986 when, it was, when the database was formed. And yet it's full court press ahead. And then the ad number of adverse events that have been filed, Keep in mind that VAERS generally gets about 30,000 adverse events per year. That's over an entire year, spread over about 17 shots. This is over six months, spread over two shots. It's 411,900 adverse events. Instead of 30 over 12 months and 17 shots, it's two shots because Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson tracks are separate over six months for two shots, four, just shy of 412,000 adverse events. And those adverse events are including things like seizure disorders, blindness, brain dysfunction, memory loss. Um, in men, they're getting scrotal pain and swelling. They're getting- um, Did you say scrotal pain? Scrotal pain and rashes, swelling in their testicles. They, can't, they either can't, get or can't sustain an erection. Women are having unbelievably uh, irregular periods. Postmenopausal women in this transmission thing who are actually um, starting their periods. Postmenopausal women whose periods have been like clockwork their entire life are now totally disrupted. We even have reports of children, children, toddlers who spent the weekend with totally injected, totally vaccinated, totally injected grandparents who now started bleeding vaginally and are, 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 are passing clots the size of small eggs. These are 24 month old children. These are some of the adverse vests from the transmission and the adverse events from, the, from actually getting the shot are even worse than that. 
You know, it's funny you're talking about bleeding because, you know, there's the research that the youngest people are more prone to the strokes, the blood clots, right? The hemorrhaging. So my sister uh, got the vaccine and about a couple of weeks later, she keels over and she vomits and then she pees blood. And of course they tell her, oh, you must have passed a kidney stone. She doesn't have stones. She didn't see a stone. So that's one of those bleeding events that we're talking about. That's my sister. Yeah. That's horrifying. Horrifying. And, you know, someone else I know, a young man, very healthy, exercises, whole, you know, organic lifestyle, um, didn't have the vaccine, but he was playing soccer with people who did. And he developed a deep vein thrombosis and ended up being hospitalized. So that's what you're talking about. That is transmission. Yeah, the transmission. It is. And, you know, the thing is, one way to rule a population is to create massive anxiety and hysteria. So you're in a regressed state. That's how Hitler took over. Right. Because he created all that fear. You're in a psychological regression. And that makes you passive and willing to be led. Well, daddy will tell me what to do. The government will tell me what to do. The political, you know, and I will do it because I'm so afraid. Yes. And that's a really important concept about this fear, because I think I've hit on something that that is really going to be that is a tool that people that are listening to this and yourself can use. Uh, because as we find out, we're trying to, to tell people to not get these shots. And as far as they're concerned, they do not have ears that can hear it or eyes that can see it. It's like they're zombies. They're in a trance. They're hypnotized. And, and they can't get out of it. And the facts are on the moon. I mean, it doesn't matter how if you say, listen, this virus has a 99% res- res- survival rate. The death rate from the, from the shots themselves so far is, over, is almost 7,000 people. And that may be as high as 700,000 people. You know, they can't hear it. So I did this the other day. I went up to a couple people and or I was talking in a group of people and there was what these fear-based fear-mongering people who even though the mask a thing has been lifted here in Ohio they're still wearing a mask because they're so afraid. And I said to this person I said, "You know, I learned something about you today that I guess I didn't really fully appreciate before." And they said, "Well, what's that?" And I said, "I didn't realize you had an addiction problem." And what those and what people generally do is their mind immediately goes to drugs, alcohol, sex, you know, something like that. And they say, addiction problem, you broke state. You broke state in their brain at that moment. Because now, and they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, I didn't really realize how addicted you are to fear. Right. And the fear, and, and they said, well, what makes you think of that? I said, because everybody, almost everybody on the planet at one point in time or another has been to a scary movie. Like they know what that feels like. And some people hate it, like never go to scary movies because they don't like it. And other people really thrive on it. And the scarier and the gorier and like the Stephen King novels, the scarier it is, the better. Because you get that adrenaline rush, you get the dopamine change in your brain. And when you're doing it like this, now your brain chemistry has actually changed. And the, you have to go out looking for your fix, which is more fear. And I think that, you know, when that person I was talking went, wow, really? I said, yeah, because fear is false evidence appearing real. They made it to appear real. It's not, none of it is true. And you are constantly looking for the next fear thing because you need your fear junkie fix in your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That makes a I, lot of sense. And I really believe that, that there's, that's true because now what is it? Oh no, it's the Delta variant. Oh man, did you see all these people are going to die of the, the Delta variant? Oh, and now there's the Delta plus. Oh my. It's fear addiction, absolute addiction to that rush of fear and the powers that be people, they're smart and they have a lot of money and they figured this out along the way from their market tests because SARS, MERS, bird flu, H1N1, they were market tests. We throw them up there and then we look back and now we look what things motivated people the most to go get those shots. Was it a carrot or a stick? What worked better? You know, oh, I, I, I heard a quote was from here. Bill Gates said something like the biggest business in the world is vaccines. I, well, I think it's he was he quoted. They, he, they, he and the Melinda had invested like $10 billion in vaccines right. and it returned them more, more money return on investment than any other investment that they had made. But first you've got to manufacture the condition. And of course, in mainstream world, everybody says, oh, this is natural. But we know that this, this latest COVID-19 thing is not natural. We know that the way that, that we could talk about that. We have to take a break. We'll come right back. Be back with you in a Love Never Dies is now on the Dream Vision 7 radio network every Wednesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Dr. Jamie Turndorf, also known as Dr. Love, is the number one international best-selling author of Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. If you're grieving the loss of a loved one, tune in and find out how to reconnect and heal any unfinished business using Dr. Turndorf's groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique. Visit AskDrLove.com to find out more. Hi, it's Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Did you know all it takes is one stress, one accident, or one illness to trigger PTSD? Did you know that all the stress associated with the pandemic has created what I call the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome? And don't be so quick to say, I don't have PTSD, because many conditions like depression, anxiety, pain syndrome, sleep disorders, and sexual dysfunctions are actually PTSD in disguise. And don't be fooled. Even after the pandemic is behind us, your PTSD will not go away by itself. Don't despair. In my latest book, If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again, I share a simple, research-backed, drug-free remedy for reversing the global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome. This is a solution your doctor doesn't likely know about. Read If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again today and be on the road to recovery right away. If you think you don't have PTSD, Think Again became a number one international bestseller within 24 hours of its publication. Grab your copy on Amazon and find out why. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax and enjoy. Let life flow. 
You're listening to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you yearn to get along better with your life partner or spouse, friends, family members, and even co-workers, Dr. Turndorf's book, Kiss Your Fights Goodbye, Dr. Love's 10 Simple Steps to Cooling Conflict and Rekindling Your Relationship shows you how to turn conflict into connection for a lifetime of lasting love. Find out more about Kiss Your Fights Goodbye at AskDrLove.com. This is Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. This show is for you, the listener. Once again, here's Dr. Turndorf. Hello again and welcome back to Love Never Dies Radio on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network and Dr. Turndorf, Turn on the Love on Binge Networks TV. I'm talking with my dear friend, the courageous Joan of Arc of the modern day, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, about the 20 mechanisms of injury from the COVID injection. So Dr. Sherry, we were saying right before the break that we know that this is a man-made virus. Is that something you wanted to, would, would like to say a few words about or no? Well, my position, you know, there's a big division, I think, out there in the in the, in the world of people that talk about vaccines of whether it's a real virus or it's not, whether viruses exist at all or not, um, is it, I've always been, it's about the terrain, but I've never been of the mind that there is no such thing as a virus. And, and I've been in a lot of discussions with the people that are going down that path to eliminate the germ theory once and for all. And I respect their work and I know what they're doing, but it's been my position on that topic now's not the right timing to talk about it. I mean, their argument is that if we can disprove that viruses even exist, then this whole thing about shots and vaccines will just go away. On the other hand, and my argument back was, you know, I've spent 21 years and more than 40,000 hours of my life talking about problems with vaccines. And, and I moved the bar like two inches. To, I just wanted people to just ask the question, what's coming through that needle? and people blindly trust, they don't wanna get into the cognitive dissonance, they just don't care. So how far do you think you're gonna move the bar on the no viruses exist when they have got the entire world on their knees in fear over a virus? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I said, you know, I, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an academic discussion worthy of having, and you know, maybe that turns out at the end of the day to be true. I'm just not so sure that right now is the right time to be talking about it. And, and I know there's there's division about that, and people that are listening to this are going to be completely disagree with me about it. Please don't send me a whole bunch of argumentative emails. Please just don't do it. Um, I mean, I've heard both sides. I've been more involved with it than anybody listening here really has been. So, you know, you can't convince me one way or another. It's not a discussion I'm going to engage in. Okay. Now, what about to circle back? Because I know... You know, one of the things you're talking about is if we're looking at mass extinction, not just humans, but the entire planet. People don't, if people don't learn how these shots can harm and even destroy them. Can you say a little more about that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I first started looking at these shots when they first came out, I started with looking at the ingredients, which is where, you know, you most always look. So when I was looking at, you know, what did this really mean to have messenger RNA? What did it really mean to inject double-stranded DNA? And what did it mean in those coatings? And why were the delivery mechanisms different? And I found that the, in the in the Moderna and the Pfizer shot, they're injecting genetic material that's never before been injected into humans. They're using at least three, if not more, different types of chemicals in the coating to stabilize the messenger RNA, never been injected into humans before. 
they took the Pfizer shot and they needed to freeze it to minus 90 degrees Fahrenheit, which is colder than the North Pole or the South Pole and to transport. It's like, so how could they call this a vaccine? It's not. And what are they really trying to inject in us? And so that just sort of took me down this rabbit hole of one thing at a time. And then, excuse me, all these publications started coming out about the spike protein and all these, you know, that the spike protein is true excuse me, is truly a biorhythm, I'm sorry, a bioweapon, a bioweapon all by itself and in and of itself, either on the virus, if it's the man-made virus, or all by itself when, it, when the messenger RNA is injected into your body, it's coded with the recipe on the front of it to take it to the translation factory, which is the ribosomes, to make spike proteins. And when the Salk Institute came out with this study, probably, I don't know, maybe two months ago now, the Salk Institute is in Pittsburgh, and they're very pro-vaccine, you know, very pro-pharmacology. And they made this, this, they called it a pseudovirus, which means they just took and made a bubble. And then they put spike proteins on the surface of it, and they injected that into experimental animals. There was no genetic material, nothing really bioreactive on the surface. They just wanted to see what happened when they just put the spike protein in the body. And what they found was all kinds of cardiac problems, that the spike protein, the, the number one and the number two organs that it, that it attaches to, and, and number three actually, the spike protein goes and damages the heart and, when, and, it, and it, it damages it because it, uh, corrupts and enfolds, makes the, makes the um, mitochondria that produces the energy for the heart. It makes those little energy factories go away. And then that spike protein can directly harm the muscle. It can cause arrhythmias, cardiac um, uh, atrial fibrillation. It can cause dilated cardiomyopathy. It can cause a long list of cardiac problems. And the Salk Institute was the, the very pro-vaccine people was the institute who did the research and published it. And they were saying in the, in the, in the uh, article, why are we still doing this? I mean, we are literally injecting things into people to make spike proteins. And here is the documented scientific proof that the spike protein can, can harm you, uh, make you uh, irreversibly sick and even kill you. Why are we still doing this? And that's been my question and what I've been talking about now for the last 15 months. If we have absolute um, important information that shows that these shots cause harm, why are people running to the head of the line to get them? Why are they wanting to enroll their kids in these studies, which will almost guarantee them to get infertility somewhere around the age of 15 or 16? Why are we just doing this? But think about it. So the fear makes us run to do it, but why are the powers that be telling people to do it? What, just big business? Well, the depopulation agenda is alive and well. Yes. Um, the transhumanism movement is where this is targeted and going. They're actually, we're actually the five docs, the, the five group, the group of five docs, we're actually referring to it as Dr. Carrie Madej's work of all the stuff she's dug out, calling it human 2.0 that we're just creating transhumans by the hydrogel that's being injected, by the magnetite, by the graphene, by the electromagnetic forces that are being put on the body. I mean, this is just the new humans. And, and, what it, and, and so why are they wanting to do that? Well, they, we already have been told by multiple good sources that by the year 3035, which is just right around the corner, that over 3 billion people on the planet will be unemployed. 
and will be replaced by robots. And if that, so if they can replace them by robots, I mean, what a good deal that is for the factory. The robots can work 24-7. They don't need vacations. They don't need breaks. They don't stand around the water cooler and complain about their friends. They can work 24-7, would never need a vacation. I mean, why wouldn't, if you were had all the money in the world and you were making all these decisions, why wouldn't you want to get rid of those 4 billion people and replace it with, with robots? But here's the thing. They can't have 4 billion people messing up their environment. You know, just by the mere fact of breathing, you're like messing up their, their environment. I use that in air, air quotes loosely because, um, and you can't have 3 billion people being in close contact, referring, uh, continue, um, continually talking about how do we overthrow the government and how do we get our, how do we get our lives back? So it's just better to just eliminate them. So we just don't talk about, you know, for years we've talked about uh, the depopulation agenda but it's been quietly talked about and behind closed doors. But it's become so brazenly obvious now, even in the mainstream journals, that um, people are talking about it as though it's already here, because quite frankly, it is. And then for the people who become like zombies and sheep, how do you see that connecting to the depopulation agenda? they'll be willing to get their second and their third and their sixth and their 16th shot. Oh, the boosters, because there's a new strain coming out. There's a new strain. You need a booster. So this way we ensure that you, well, from what everything we're, we're reading, we okay. are going to depopulate you using this bioweapon. Exactly. It's, it's sort of like the gas chambers, you know, in the Nazi era. It's the and same. The, 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 well, the difference is, is the gas chambers in the, in the, in the Nazi areas the Nazis had to go out and round up the Jews at gunpoint and put them into the train. This time, people are running to get on the train, and they can't wait to get their shots for their but, convenience. But it's so fascinating because the, the way Hitler got everyone to do his bidding was through that fear-mongering. So everybody went and followed Nazism. So it's a very similar mechanism. I'm going to line up. I'm going to do your bidding that, like, the officers who did the bidding, you know, of the Nazis, inhuman things. I'll do it. I'll follow. So we get everybody scared. You line up for this jab that you need, but you're really becoming uh, the victim of my bioweapon. And then you go out and you spread to others who don't get it. And it, it, it's like Brave New World, George Orwell, 1980. It's terrifying. It is 1984. In fact, you know, we've been saying for quite a while now with 1984 that, that this is the ministry of truth. And for people who haven't read 1984, maybe ever, or haven't read it in a long time, should go read at least the first half of it to kind of get a feel for what's going on. Because in the ministry of truth, um, anything that the mainstream propagandists wanted to say was true, was true in the book. So if they said two plus two is five, you said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two plus two is five. And then if somebody said, wait a minute, that's not right. It's really two plus two is four. Those people in the book were actually killed. And so they're metaphorically killing us doing the same thing, taking us off of social media platforms, disparaging us, trying to shut us up. And so there are a lot of similarities, Dr. Jamie, for sure. Do you fear for your life? No. That you don't. Mm -mm. Because you're too public. You're too out there. You're too outspoken. I mean, but you know, I was seeing, you know, videos from David Wilcox, people who speak out, they have a suicide, 
you know, and it's like the classic way you are hung from a door. That's like the classic way, you know, that your suicide takes place. So it's, it's. So no, I, and I, and I don't because, you know, I'm a Christian and I know where I'm going to go when I die. And that's all there is to it. Well, wait a so, minute. Let me be specific. When I said, do you fear for your life? You took me literally in that I'm a Christian. I know where I'm going to go. I'm not afraid, but I meant it in a different way. I meant, are you afraid that they are going to come after you and assassinate you? That's what I meant. No, I don't live in that space either. You don't even think that way. <laughs> I don't because it's your thing. Because uh, you know, my days were born, were numbered before I ever came to this planet. And you know, and so I'm going to die of COVID. I'm going to die of an assassination bullet. I'm going to die sleeping in my bed at, when I'm 102 years old, healthfully and peacefully. Whatever the time frame is for me to do that is the way That's it's going to be. And, and it's I so just, correct. You do, you have to do your mission. You know, when I wrote Love Never Dies, right? I'm going to tell people we don't die and your relationships aren't supposed to end with bodily death. I knew they were going to come after me, but I knew just like you, I have to say what's true. I have to, because this is why we're here. You have a mission to help people overcome the blocks to opening their hearts and loving fully. And not, and obviously this agenda the depopulation agenda, the fear mongering is the opposite of enabling us to connect. We want, because this way you have to huddle and be in solitude and you're not connecting, you know? Exactly. You're not doing And, and I, and I always say that, I'm, I mean, I've never lived in a fear-based place. Like no, you haven't. you're a warrior S. I don't know if that's a real word, but that's what you are. So let's that's take a break. That's we'll fun. be back in a moment. Okay. It's Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Did you know all it takes is one stress, one accident, or one illness to trigger PTSD? Did you know that all the stress associated with the pandemic has created what I call the new global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome? And don't be so quick to say, I don't have PTSD, because many conditions like depression, anxiety, pain syndrome, sleep disorders, and sexual dysfunctions are actually PTSD in disguise. And don't be fooled. Even after the pandemic is behind us, your PTSD will not go away by itself. Don't despair. In my latest book, If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again, I share a simple, research-backed, drug-free remedy for reversing the global PTSD pandemic stress syndrome. This is a solution your doctor doesn't likely know about. Read If You Think You Don't Have PTSD, Think Again today and be on the road to recovery right away. If you think you don't have PTSD, Think Again became a number one international bestseller within 24 hours of its publication. Grab your copy on Amazon and find out why. Love Never Dies is now on the Dream Vision 7 radio network every Wednesday and Thursday at 1 p.m. and 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Dr. Jamie Turndorf, also known as Dr. Love, is the number one international best-selling author of Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased. 
If you're grieving the loss of a loved one, tune in and find out how to reconnect and heal any unfinished business using Dr. Turndorf's groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique. Visit AskDrLove.com to find out more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. You're listening to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. If you can't stop crying over the bodily loss of a loved one, Dr. Turndorf's number one international bestseller, Love Never Dies, How to Reconnect and Make Peace with the Deceased, will show you how to toss out the tissues and transform your grief into joy using her groundbreaking new Dialoguing with the Departed technique that enables you to reconnect and even heal unfinished business with those in spirit without the assistance of a medium, channeler, or psychic. Sign up for Dr. Love's free newsletter at AskDrLove.com and receive an exciting gift, a free excerpt of Love Never Dies. And now, back to Love Never Dies with Dr. Jamie Turndorf. Hello again. Welcome back to Love Never Dies Radio on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network and Dr. Turndorf. Turn on the Love on Binge Networks TV. Say that three times fast. I'm talking with my beloved... Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, about the 20 mechanisms of injury from the COVID injections. Now, um, one thing I was thinking about, you know, when people are already brainwashed and they convince whatever is being handed to them from the mainstream media, do you have any way that you have found to reach them apart from their, you know, they're an addict of fear. I mean, it, have you found any way to get in with those people? No, that's why we came up, What? why this came up uh, into my head, because I've been thinking about it for a long time, Dr. Jamie. I've been thinking about what is it with these people? How did we get 7.7 billion people to drop to their knees and start wearing a mask in a matter of a couple of weeks and not be willing to give it up? no matter how much evidence there is to the contrary, that it does absolutely nothing to protect them. And, and if, you wear, if you feel like it's, you have to wear a mask because it has to protect you, what, why do I have to wear one? It's like, I have to get a flu shot so that your flu shot works? I mean, it was, it's just, so I thought and thought and thought. I prayed about it. I talked about it. I talked to a lot of people about it. And then it finally occurred to me, this whole concept of this fear addiction, because they people have lost all ability to think rationally they don't think critically none of it makes sense they just do they blindly trust their doctors for the injection of this experimental stuff and and i'll tell you what listening i was listening to your commercial there on the break um you're going to be one busy woman here in another six months and i'll because tell you of why. all the people who leave their bodies you mean yeah but the way it's going to happen is going to be pretty bad you know, it's funny where you went, what I was thinking, it's so interesting, we were on the same page. Where I was going was, ultimately, the one way that we are able to rule people is through the fear of death and dying. That is like the ultimate fear. So I was thinking, if you really embrace the truth that we don't die, we don't. We just step out of this turtle shell, you know? And 
if you really, and I, I talk about that in the PTSD book, I talk about it in Love Never Does. If you really embrace that truth, like, you know how you were saying, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I, I know I'm going to live on. And I know I can reconnect with my loved ones in spirit. If you're really not afraid, I was thinking maybe that would be a way for people to get the reality of why are you allowing yourself to be ruled by this terror of I'm going to get this virus when it's like, I looked at the CDC stats, right? And in the last year, the same number of people left their bodies as the year before COVID, same. So yeah, but everybody's like, oh, I'm going to croak. I'm going to this, I'm going to, no, it's no different. So what if you just accept, well, like you said, it's going to be like my husband, it's a B, it's a this, it's a that, but don't let it be through your own voluntarily choosing to eat a bullet, taking that shot because then you are definitely not gonna be following your destiny and leaving your body as you're destined to leave it. You're gonna be asking for it, you know? Yeah, I think that's really true. And that might be, that might be the, the next wave of what we need to do is to get really people to understand, you know, faith and fear cannot coexist. You know, you can have a completely dark room. It can be pitch black in here. I mean, totally without light. And you light one tiny little tea candle and it lights up the whole room. That is so, so amazing. Yes. I said in Love Never Dies, fear is the opposite of faith. It really is. And it you really can't is. you can't do that. But here's what I what I was starting to say about, about being busy. And and this is another thing that I've been talking about. Like after going through the 20 mechanisms of injury, and it's actually 20 plus mechanisms of injury that we're going to be talking about on the webinar on July the 10th, which is from 11 to 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You can go to drtenpenny.com and register, and that'll be fine. But here's is there the a link that I can put into this um, show? Like, just, do go, you just go to drtenpenny.com. And, and if you've not been there before, you'll get a pop-up and it'll be right there to register. If you've been on the site before, you need to just click on events. And there's no period in Dr. Tenpenny, right? Right. right. Okay, I'm putting this through, but it'll also be on your show page as well on my website at askdrlove.com. So do you but want really, but really, I really want to I really want to get this because this is really important. This is the next level of place that I'm going with this. Is that I believe that there are millions of people out there, Dr. Jamie, that they've held the line that they're not going to get the jab or the shot no matter what, but everyone around them has. Their, fam their, their spouses, their adult children, their parents, their siblings, their best friends, their, their people they, they go to church or synagogue with, the people that they work out with in the gym, they're the only one who said, ain't doing it. And this fall, when we get this third wave of COVID that comes through, they're already predicting large numbers of deaths and you know, out of out of the Sage Institute in um, in uh, in the UK, which is a modeling agency that said on their paper that this fall, when the third wave comes, which they're already talking about the Delta variant, right? They're already talking about it. Um, Sixty-five to seventy percent of people who've had the shots are going to be hospitalized and or die. Now, you and I both lost our spouses. And you know, I, I, and we've talked about this before when, we, when you had me graciously on your show before and we've talked off air about it. You know, when Kevin passed, it was, it'll be eight years ago in January. So it's been seven and a half years. It took me three years to decide to re-engage with life. I mean, it was when I finally decided I probably wasn't gonna die, I felt like it was probably time to learn how to relive. 
That was one significant person in my life. What about people that are suddenly going to use lose an entire cluster? Yes. And they're the and they're the only ones who haven't gotten the shot. They're the only ones that have not set themselves up for antibody dependent enhancement. They're the only ones who haven't set themselves up for immunosuppressant and toll-like receptor loss, which is all the stuff we're going to talk about in the webinar. And they're the only ones. And now, and the, and so this one dies, and a couple weeks later, then this one dies, and a couple weeks later, that one, then that one, then that I one dies. I see that was your association, helping so many people but to reconnect with, it's going to be like a Holocaust of the heart because your entire tribe is going to leave their bodies. Yeah, so it'll, it will be a Holocaust. I see that. So let's talk in the last uh, eight minutes of the show, if you're okay with this, um, what exactly you're going to cover in the 20 points of injury webinar. Are you okay with that? Just giving like a little overview? Yeah, sure. So we've so it's the 20 plus mechanisms of injury we've there that I've discovered using the mainstream medical literature. So we're going to go through each one of those 20 mechanisms. I'm going to show you the mainstream medical literature so you can read it for yourself. You're going to get and uh, when you purchase the uh, to go to the webinar, it's $199. And what you get for that is you get two hours of training, an hour of Q&A, an ebook. A page that, that you can hand out, print out and hand to your friends that lists the 20 mechanisms of injury with the hyperlink to the articles that they can read it. You'll get a full transcript, a full transcript of the entire three hours, which will div be divided into four parts. Part one is um, mechanisms of injury one to 10 and then 11 to 20. Then the new mechanisms of injury, there's at least eight. By the time the 10th comes around, there may be more than that. And then the fourth part will be a transcript of the Q&A part. So you can mainly really just sit and listen, take minimal notes because you'll get the entire thing. It takes about a week to 10 days to process it, but you'll get the entire thing. You'll get the ebook, which is actually work, the 20 mechanisms of injury ebook, which is the textbook for the, for the course. So people can buy the ebook. Um, but they're not going to get the training. And there's a lot to be said about it. In fact, we're doing this by popular demand. People wanted to do it again. And many, many, many people have already enrolled that have been through it in the past because repetition is the key to learning and they want to go through it again. They want to be able to share this information with people that haven't gotten the shot yet and the people in their cluster that have gotten the shot. They want to know what should I be looking for? What sort of side effects and what sort of symptoms should I be looking for that I can connect the dots and perhaps try to get them early treatment because maybe the person who's injured doesn't even see it. And so we need to get people trained up. You know, uh, the Bible says, you know, my, my people, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So this is the, you know, the knowledge that you need to really understand what these shots are doing to people. And Dr. Jamie, I'm telling you, it's almost on a daily basis. We're learning more and more and more horrible things about what this is doing. And at the end of the day, what this is about for me is a spiritual journey. You know, Ephesians 6 in the Bible talks about putting, um, you know, we are fighting powers and principalities of, of this evil darkness. And so we've got to get, put, get girded up from our spirituality and our spiritual perspective, which we'll talk about that in the webinar also. So that's July the 10th. The uh, webinars from, you should block off time from 11 to 
Eastern Standard Time. I mean, you can leave anywhere along the line that you want because you'll get access to the video, you'll get access to the to the training, and you'll get the ebook. If you've already purchased the ebook separately, there's a discount for that. If you've been through the webinar before in the past, the one we did on May the 10th, you get a big discount for that for coming and rejoining us. So you can learn all that information by going to drtenpenny.com. And, and if you haven't been there before, a pop-up will come up. If you have been there before, you should click on the events button and it takes you to everything you need to see. That's wonderful. You know, I, I've always admired how well you express yourself. So, and you don't even use notes. You're so articulate. When you speak, it's like I'm reading a perfectly edited book. So I know that your event is going to be exactly like that. You know, it's going to be very clear. And for the people who attended the first time, not only will they have the reiteration of the information that they heard before, there's going to be new information. Exactly. Because you've discovered a lot more points of injury. You know, I could give this, have the same PowerPoint and, you know, give the same presentation 10 times and it always comes out different Absolutely. <laughs> because, you know, it's just, you know, being a good speaker, that's just the way that it is. Plus, as you said, Dr. Jamie, you know, you learn learn new things, you learn better examples of, 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 of how people can, can, can transmit it and talk and talk about it. You learn better ways to convey it. You add some humor in there because it's pretty dark. And so you want to make it be kind of funny. I tell this whole thing about the, this is the smartest virus ever, ever. It does, it has all this long list of things, the smartest virus ever. In fact, the most recent thing it's learned how to do, it can read a calendar. It knows that on June the 15th, it's over. We don't need to be afraid of the virus anymore. And, you know, the day before, ooh, it can pounce on you and make you sick. But the day on the June 15th, over, done. I mean, it can tell time, it can count the number of people in the room, it can tell whether or not you're in Home Depot or a church, it can tell whether you're uh, having a mask or not. I mean, it's the smartest virus ever. It just has been so creative that it learns all these different things because it knows exactly how far six feet is. It can tell when you're standing up, you need to wear a mask because it's scary up there. But when you sit down at your table in the restaurant, you don't need to wear it anymore. It's so idiotic. Oh my God, so idiotic idiotic oh and did you hear, i think i told you when we did the instagram live together when we were um i was saying they they recommend that couples have sex with their masks on unbelievable i think it was on the cover of vogue or something like that it showed this man and woman kissing passionately each so of them had their mask on exactly and then i go my you know x-rated brain i go now they're going to outlaw missionary position and only allow doggy style. You know, I got to go X-rated <laughs> somehow. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> so in the last two minutes, what would you like everyone watching and listening to take away? Be brave, be strong. Um, don't... Um, let go of the fear, release the fear. It's no long, it's not serving you. It's not necessary. This entire thing was a scam. And we've all been scammed once in a while. We all have somewhere in our life. So instead of beating yourself up for it, you can say, you know what? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, ain't gonna happen. Let go of the fear. It no longer serves you. Get back in your, get your best relationship you can with your spouse, your children, and most importantly, with, with your God. It's beautiful. So everyone can find you at dr10penny, T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y.com because now 
you know, the police state has taken you off social media. So have to go to your website. We do and have a, we do have sites on rumble. We have sites on, you know, we put our videos up on rumble. My podcast is on Podbean. And I'm really kind of proud of this, Dr. Jamie. I just started my podcast in February, so it's not been quite five months yet. And we're right just at 700,000 downloads in, in five months. So you can find the podcast there on Podbean, or you can find it through drtenpetty.com. Um, you can go to Vaxter, which is our new site through there. You can We are on Gab, and we are in Rumble. And so um, we still have a little bit of presence out there, but all the action is really at drtenpetty.com. Absolutely. So I'm always, always glad when you come back, you know, we have this ongoing energetic connection and then we just kind of weave back in and, but now I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm just going to say, I'll talk to you soon you later. and, and uh, later Gator. And uh, you'll let me know. I know it's going to be a great success and on the 10th and we'll just talk after. That sounds like a plan. Thank you so much. But I'm, I'm telling you, Ask, well, more like I'm asking you, get ready. These people, the grief that's going to be on this planet it's of those serious. people that those people that are left behind are going to need you and the type of, of uh, hypotherapy, the type of, of teaching, the type of healing that you provide. So God put us all here for a reason. And, and you're you're, you've already done so much for the planet, Dr. Jamie. You really have already done so much. Um, but your time is going to be bigger and it's going to be more needed than ever come this fall. All right. Well, we'll regroup perhaps before and maybe we'll we'll do something together, some kind of webinar around this and um, help people, you know, reconnect and dialogue. I mean, it's kind of like a sorry task, but we will do it. All right, my darling. Thank you. I'll see you very soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. Take care, everyone, and be in your heart. Fear is the opposite of faith. See you next time. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. <laughs>